Hello and welcome to the Perth to Paisley podcast, episode number 110. And we haven't had any games, everybody's flown off to Qatar, so we thought, as we said last week, we'd come back and do a mid-season review. It's a very rare occurrence, but this is a very rare situation <laughs> that we find ourselves in. So, I, as ever, I'm Daniel McIver, joined by Adam Kennedy. Adam, how are you doing? Uh, I'm alright, mate, to be fair. I'm pretty pleased that we don't have to watch Hearts. Also simultaneously gutted that we don't get to watch Hearts. Um, and watching this World Cup has been interesting, to say the very least. <laughs> I think I'll leave it at that. Um, how are you? I'm doing good. I've actually barely watched the World Cup. I've watched one game so far. I watched Argentina, Saudi Arabia this morning. Talk to me about that. Unbelievable. I picked a pretty good game. Unbelievable. Wow. Just, I mean, it's just mental. It is like, right, on the spot now, is it the biggest World Cup upset ever? Oh. Uh, I'm seeing people say Cameroon when they beat France as France were the holders in the Do 90s. you know what? Recency bias comes into this and I can't mm-hmm. think of any others within our lives, really. Yeah, like, because we, we need to go back. Like, obviously I'm 24, you're 25. So mm-hmm. every four years, you're going back to like when I was like 16 or 12 or like Germany, Costa Rica kicking off on my eighth birthday. So, no, I mean, it has to be in terms of that uh, comes into my mind it, it certainly I would is. say in our lifetimes it is I mean I was seeing that Saudi Arabia were something like 28 to 1 today yeah my lecturer I was obviously in class today my lecturer was asking me for the score every 5 minutes as I've got it up on Sky Go because uh, he's he's got a fiver on get this Saudi Arabia to reach the last 8 at 200 to 1 Oh my god. Well, if so they do it like, like they did wow. today, there's a high chance so of happening. Ken now. could be in the money, for all we know. He could be. Well, weirdly, there is a heart's link to this because we're recording this early as we want to watch our 10 million Australians take on France. So Come on, the boys. Obviously, by the time this is out, you will know what happened as Devlin inevitably has ended Mbappe's career and Kai Rolls just has headed everything away. But. We will see. However, that then perfectly segues into what we're speaking about today because we are on a break. So we just thought, let's speak about the season, both domestically, transfers, our European adventure. Continentally! How how often is it that we say that? Exactly. And we're going to start with that. So, I've split it into three sections. We've got Europe, we've got domestic, and we've got all the sign-ins and how they've done so far at the halfway point of the season. Interesting. This is a man that's done his prep, unlike me, so this could be a real laugh. But it's going to be fine. And then, of course, as usual, we have the quiz at the very end. So oh it's probably going to be a shorter episode. Oh, God. This spells Adam's disaster. Worried. I'm very worried. <laughs> it's probably going to be a shorter episode, because that's fine. We don't have a game to speak about, it, and it's just kind of general points. So, we'll get into it. First of all, Europe. Hart qualified for the first time in ages for group stage European football in the Europa Conference League. Now, 18 years, if you want to be specific. 2004-05. What's he talking about? No Dame Prep. He can. Uh, it's all there, mate. It's all yep. there. Now, we spoke about... We kind of dedicated a couple of episodes to the Zurich tie about the Europa League itself, so we don't really need to get into that, but the Conference League itself. So, we played six games, 
we won two, we lost four, we conceded quite a few goals, <laughs> we scored some very, what will now be iconic goals, a lot of people had some great trips, one of them is on this podcast. I just want to get your kind of general thoughts on Europe in terms of, I've, thankfully, I've seen kind of the general consensus in Europe is that it was just a good laugh, we got to create a lot of good memories we kind of we beat the teams well we beat the team that we were thinking we should beat them we lost to the teams we were expected to get beat by it was a laugh is pretty much a fair assessment um i sent over something to you i don't know if you've got around to watching it yet the curry club with yep. uh, stephen presley and michael stewart yep and i thought to myself as i was watching it they were talking about the club being hours away from extinction. Mm-hmm. And I think I think this campaign hammers home yet again how brilliant Hearts fans are. Like, in terms of saving the club was one thing, getting us on a sound financial footing is another. Backing them home and away, I mean, all over the continent, as has been the case this season... Um, yeah, it's not been great in terms of on the park, but we can't compete with some of these clubs on a financial footing. So yeah. we won the games that we were expected to win. We lost the games that we were expected to lose. We drank loads of booze. We parted in squares. We had various different sing songs. Uh, and it was just a really wonderful time. A really wonderful time. These sorts of Memories, as you say, these campaigns, these adventures are the exact reason why you stick by your football club week in, week out, why you persist with them, why sometimes it feels like a dead, loveless marriage where one of you is only interested in receiving love. You don't get an awful lot back, but you know what? You're together because the kids need their mum and dad at the end of the day. And that's what it feels like supporting Hearts. That's what it's felt like this season. And I've loved every single second of it because I've never been in a dead, loveless marriage. So that's the only analogy that I came up with on the spot. And that's all you're getting from me. That is the perfect way for us to leave European competition (laughs) with that analogy. So... We will now transfer it domestically because <laughs> every sorry. Hearts fan... No, it's, <laughs> great. it's great. It's the perfect way to put it. So, every Hearts fan knew at the start of this season that, for better or for worse, being in the European competition was going to affect our league form. I think most of us <laughs> expected it to affect it negatively. Say, for better or for worse... However, however better like, it'll help us because we're at a higher fit. we're playing more so we're, our fitness is going to be better I don't think they expected <laughs> the injury purge that we've had oh, um, these Klops and Guardiola's in the stands I mean it's not, not like we have the cheek to say that as we run a podcast dedicated to us and exactly. mouth off about them every week yeah so laid bare here are the stats of the domestic season thus far right we got knocked out in the first round that we entered in the League Cup by Kilmarnock at home to an Innes Cameron goal. First I'm, of all, I'm, sorry, I'm already dreading. Yeah, I'm dreading getting back to the Premiership. <laughs> I say this because we got <laughs> Kelly at Tiny first up. That has got no one written all over it again. Uh, yeah, annoying, annoying. I think primarily because when you look at it, 
there was a couple Premiership sides that had been eliminated early doors, hadn't even made it out of the groups. You know, St Johnston, uh, St Mirren, of course, our city rivals, which is a great laugh. For us to have a laugh at them, and don't get me wrong, I certainly did, but then lose the first game that we took part in in this competition is... It's a bit of a face palm, but do you know what? If we had to give up one of the cup competitions, I think we'd all willingly sacrifice the League Cup. It's a competition that, yes, we haven't won for 60 years now, I think. You know, my dad's not seen it. I don't think your dad has, McIver. We, neither of us have. Um, So, is another year really all that is cracked up to be? I don't think we set out to win the League Cup this season. Yeah, it would have been nice, but... In terms of the the kind of bigger picture, the grand scheme of things, that's one that we're sort of willing to get out of the way. That sounds terrible, but you know exactly where I'm coming from. It's, yeah. it's, it's by no means top of the priority pile. That's very, very fair. Uh, then into the league season, we're currently, as we sit here, joint fifth in the table. Two points behind Livingston, four points behind Aberdeen. We are joint with both the Saints in St. Johnston and St. Mirren, albeit we've played one game less than St. Johnston and our game in hand is against St. Mirren. Uh, we've played 15, won 6, lost 6, drawn 3. So we're on 21 points. We have scored 24, conceded 25. So we have a goal difference of minus 1. Now we'll have a bit more analysis to go into after that, but just on the face of it, looking at the stats... What have you made of just the actual results? Without taking into account how many players we've had out yet, we'll get into that, but just on the face of it, what do you think? Do you know what? I, I sort of need to get the results up and have them all facing in That's front fair. of me. Yep. But in fairness, what I was going to say is that we would have taken being there or thereabouts. That was the big concern, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Amongst Hearts fans whilst trying to, you know... Um, dare I say compete in Europe <laughs> um, yeah. so do you know what we're there or thereabouts there's some games that we've been pretty fortunate in in the league I think mm-hmm. there's others where we've probably felt a little bit aggrieved I mean immediately the one that springs to mind is obviously Easter Road of course yep. um, I think we weren't particularly great at Parkhead but I've certainly seen worse performances I, I think it was an alright enough performance and you look at the 11 that day by no means our strongest. The loss to Levy was very disappointing, obviously through West Lothian. I didn't think we were great that day. But then the following away day, we win 3-0 at Fur Park. So that just goes to show our inconsistency. Us and numerous other sides in the league, I think the only difference between us and said sides in the league is the fact that we've got numerous players that are going to be returning. Um, So all in all... It's, it's decent. I, th- I think looking at it, when we get everybody fully fit and hopefully firing again, I think I think we're in a, a good place. I'd be very disappointed if we finished any lower than fourth. I would I would I would I would, I would accept fourth. I'd be pretty pleased with third. Um, but any anything other than that, I, w- I would be pretty disappointed. Particularly, obviously, having had that appetite for Europe, and we're wanting to get back to that. Definitely. A wee bit more in depth in terms of stats is 
a glaring stat that this is my story has been very keen rightly to showcase is that since the 23rd I think of August we have only played non-old firm opposition once at home and that was Livingston and then Motherwell so two at the very end of the season Jesus I think that really shines a light on things we've also played the old firm four times whereas Aberdeen have only played them twice Hibs have played them three times Uh, Livingston have played them twice St Johnson have played them twice we have played them the most out of any team in the league I think out with of did you say four times there sorry yeah yeah Rangers twice Celtic twice yeah yeah and if you look at it I mean another day we probably could have taken something off Celtic at Tynecastle albeit comprehensively beaten at Parkhead comprehensively beaten by Rangers at Tynecastle that's another annoyance for me I don't mind necessarily losing even one though yeah we were yeah it was the reserves in in the game till yeah um, but the the way in which Rangers swept this aside at Tyne Castle is another annoyance for me. Yes. I, I know they are. Like, obviously, I'm amazed that we've not touched on Giovanni van Bronckhorst sacking um, oh, as of yesterday. But that was probably one of their few decent domestic performances was against yeah. us. So that is annoying, albeit they are a talented squad that probably will somebody will come in and get the better out of um, yeah I, do you know what two losses in Glasgow to be expected if we'd have laid a glove on Rangers in particular I'd feel less angry I thought we were unfortunate against Celtic but yeah. that's that's just it is what it is I think it does show though so currently we're four points behind Aberdeen having played the old firm double the amount of times that yeah. Aberdeen have played. Uh, did Aberdeen not come back to Celtic? Am I right in saying and, that? And then Rangers. Perfect. So th- there you go. There could be your four points there and then, hopefully. If we get our fingers out against Kelly and actually beat them at Tynecastle for once, and I hope I Aberdeen Hibs drops points and, and we're writing in about it. Before the derby, I think both Hibs and Aberdeen play both sides of the old firm. Oh, Brilliant. Hibs' yeah. first four game back are Celtic Rangers Livingston us. That's their first four games. Albeit the Derby New Year Derby will be East, uh, no, it'll be a tiny, won't it? Tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh brilliant. Oh, so they've got a hard then. run, Aberdeen have a hard run coming in. Uh, additionally, and now is where we'll speak about it, the injury problems we've had. So here is the list of players that have missed at least a game for us this season. Do you want me to hold up so, my fingers so that we can get a wee Yeah. Go yeah, for right. it. Yeah, because I just I don't have the list in terms of numbers. So, okay. Craig Halkett, Kai Rolls, Toby Sevick, Stephen Kingsley, Nathaniel Atkinson, Michael Smith, Lewis Nielsen, Cami Devlin, Andy Halliday, Peter Haring, Benny Beningamy, Alan Forrest, Gary Mackay Stephen, Barry Mackay, Josh Janelli, Lawrence Shankland went off, so I don't know if we'll count Shankland, Stephen Humphreys, and Liam Boyce. How many 18. is that? 18, 18. players. Right, and most of them, that's just all the players who have missed one game. That's most of them have missed more than one. Some of them have missed the whole season in Benny Beningamy and basically Craig Halkett. Liam Boyce has missed a majority of the season. Um, Kai Rolls has missed a majority of the season. GMS, I know it's like he's not really played, but he's still missed, he's out for the foreseeable. Uh, Gino's been in and out constantly. Humphreys started well and then has missed the last few games. 
This is the biggest shambles ever. This is like something in the Romanov era. This is literally yeah. like dressing room fulls of players out yeah. at a time. What a time there was to three be games in a row where we played a back four of four fullbacks. Can I ask you something? Yeah. In Craig Levine's tenure, when we were yeah. dependent on one or two players, he'd yeah. often make... I don't want to say excuses, that might be a bit harsh, but he'd often showcase the point that we had various different players out injured. Mm-hmm. Is there something that we're doing wrong as a club over the past few years? Or is this just... Because that can't, think this can't be coincidence, can it? A lot of them, though, are contact injuries. Like, very few of them are just they're a muscle pull. I can think of Kingsley's it, Yeah, it'd probably be more was, in Levine's tenure that were muscle pulls. Yes, exactly. Because than... they were still running up Ghislaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the dunes and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, it is genuinely unprecedented to have both this amount of injuries and in terms of the players getting hurt are all our first team starters. Most of them, like Halkett, Boyce, Benny, Devlin, who did so well last season, have missed such huge parts of the game of the season. It again showcases. So here's the final stat for the domestic <clears> season. <throat> to compare it to where we were last season, fifteen games in, we were actually second, albeit we'd played two games more than both first Rangers and third Celtic, and we were we were one point ahead of Celtic, but they had two games in hand over us. That is um, mad to think that, sorry, that Celtic were in third and now, I mean, the league's yeah. virtually done now. That yeah, just shows exactly. the rad run that they went on. Because they were crazy. they were struggling to make the top six after, what, about six games? Something like that, yeah. Crazy. Unbelievable. So, on game week 15, this time last season, when that finished, we were on 27 points. So we were six points, currently we're six points worse off. Considering the fact... We basically haven't had a first-choice defence for any game this season. We've never had a a defence where Cochrane, Kingsley, Halkett, Rolls are all fit at the same time, barring the first game of the season. I'd love to see our fixtures then. Because I can't... Like, we were dealt a tricky hand to start last year. That's where I voiced my concerns with regards to us, you know, finishing top six or... And we drew a lot of games. I remember we drew a lot. But we picked up something like thirteen points at the first fifteen, did we not? I think it, I, I think it was. I think Hibs were like our first drop points because mm-hmm. we got yeah. off to an absolute flyer. Obviously, beating Celtic, St Mirren, uh, Dundee United, if my memory serves. Yeah, we drew with Ross County. Somebody else, somebody else early doors. Can't remember, but that was looking tough, um, and. We, if we were under no illusions as to the fact that it would be tough again this year it, it, with the added fixtures with the congestion and with new players that obviously aren't familiar with teammates need time to sort of develop an understanding a, a general cohesion if you like so do you know what solid I don't think it's, it's nearly uh, as bad as I think we no. all kind of have felt it no, to be? It's felt a lot worse because there's some games where we've just been, you know, with all due respect, demolished. Like, in Europe in particular. Like well, yeah, the some European of them have just games been... probably compound it because you're yeah. getting maybe 
a point away at Killy, but it's come after you get battered, so it, that week feels way worse than maybe you look Yeah. At. I, and again, like, how many of these European games did we feel their strongest 11? Yeah. I'd argue probably none. Really? Probably none. Apart from probably the first... Maybe Zurich if we're lucky? Yeah, Z- Zurich away, because Halkett got hurt, obviously, six minutes in. There you go. And that and it's just been like a domino effect whereby he gets injured and then there's yep. various others that, that eventually fall. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm itching to get back. I, I don't want to wish the time away, but there's a part of me that wants to see... Like I, th- I think we're up for a really good race between ourselves yeah. and Aberdeen. I th- I'd be intrigued to see what happens with Miofsky. Obviously, we talked about the REM interest in our last episode. Uh, I'd love to know if they've got anybody lined up in January because I'm sure that they will have virtually given Jim Goodwin their back. Yeah, as a, exactly. He's barely featured at all. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see if we make Stephen Humphreys permanent. I'd love to see if we've got you know another couple bodies in adi- in addition to that so it, do you know what i'm actually speaking passionately about not only hearts but the scottish premiership it, it actually is in a good state as a league i was very critical of it last season i thought it was a very poor division but i actually think that whilst there are still some clubs underperforming there's some that are punching above their weight which sort of does it doesn't replace them in essence, but it makes for a more kind of a, tr- a trickier league. I think it'll be a greater achievement if we finish third this season as opposed to last. Definitely. Well, you've you've perfectly segued by speaking about other players because the final group I want to speak about is the signings that we've made. So the, 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 this is where I could completely contradict myself here because yeah. some of them I'm still <laughs> unsure. Let's just say so that. So here's what I need from you. I'm going uh-huh. to give you each player. So we've made 10 signings. It's going to be a grade One, two, three, or something. Three, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. So I'm going to give you each player their stats for the season. Uh-huh. And yeah, I want you to grade uh, how you've been halfway through. I hate this stuff. Right, okay. eight, A to F. Or no, we'll do 1 to 10. We'll do 1 to 10. No, right. no well, let's, do, let's do grades because I can go for pluses, minuses, okay, all that jazz. Yeah, that's fair. Right, we'll go with that. Let's so that. I've, I've tried to do it in the order that they signed. I don't think I've got right. spot on, but I've, I've tried to do it this way. Because okay. there isn't just a list with the dates. There's a list of all the signings, but it's not in the date that they signed. Right. So, okay. the first signing that I've got, which I think is actually wrong, is Alan Forrest. No, I think that might be right. That might be right. I can't I think that might be right. So, Alan Forrest, 26, signed on a free, was arguably Livy's player of the season last season. There's also Bruce Anderson... It was those two basically that were um, playing incredibly well. As I say, free transfer deal until twenty twenty four has played twenty three games in all competitions, contributed four goals, and has a player of the month award for September. How have you felt Alan Forrest has done? I would give Alan Forrest a B plus. Fair. Don't know if that's fair or not, but my reason. Maybe go a B. Okay, Personally. interesting. I, I think the only thing that is holding Alan Forrest back is, in recent weeks anyway, the lack of game time, really. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's not... It doesn't seem as though he's featured all that much. He's, he's, Robbie seems to prefer 
Josh Ginelli and the seemingly undroppable Barry Mackay recently. Mm-hmm. So there's got, there's got to be something is fair. there. Mackay yeah. isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I again totally, totally agree with that. I would like to see Forrest and Ginelli on the flanks. Together. Maybe, maybe Mackay in a central role if we're if we're struggling. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. A little change up of the scene, but. Yeah, B B plus for me because I do like Alan Forrest and it was a low risk signing, a talented player, so uh, a solid capture of that. Uh, next one was we dipped back in to the Australian market for the third time and picked up for an unknown fee on transfer. Uh, all of this is on transfer marked. On my birthday, so if it's wrong, I'm sorry. Yes, on your birthday, <laughs> Kai Rolls was announced. The 24 year old uh, signed a deal until 2025. Of course, uh, his injury has curtailed his season a lot, so he's only played 10 games in all competitions. But wow. in those 10 games, he's got a goal, he's got an assist, and he's got three Man of the Match awards. An assist? I can't remember when the assist is either. Was it, was it in the St. Johnston game? It potentially is. Who is Kai Rolls have assisted? But I've got, according to the transfer mark, he has one. I can't remember. But Need some clarification Rose, on that. A-. I would go to an A. I knew it. I knew you were going A. What, why is that? Because I think out with one player, or two players, sorry, when you look at just like the games he's played, he's arguably like, yeah. you can't give it to him that, because that, he's only played 10 games. You but said, he's up there for player of the season. Yeah, you said that. So that's one point. And my only other point, which is again not his doing, like you say, is that we've barely seen him play. So yeah, I can't exactly. I can't really give yeah. him an A or an A plus, thus an A minus, because other than that, I'll take an A minus. It's been That's seemingly good. perfect. I mean, yeah. oh, just oh, he's so good. Well, can't wait to watch him. Else. I can't wait to watch him pocket Mbappe tonight. That was sure. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's going to be excellent. <laughs> Speaking about another person who's very much impressed was the Love Island announcement of Alex Cochran <laughs> uh, signed on a permanent deal after impressing on loan last year. Uh, the 22-year-old signed another deal until 2025. He has played 23 games in all competitions this season. Two assists, one massive miss, loads of player of the match <laughs> awards. What would you give Alex Cochran? Uh, well, it was going to be an A until you mentioned that massive miss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm only joking. Uh, it's got to be an A. It's got to be an A. Because it just... Oh, he's so good, isn't he? Really, yes. uh, he's, a, he's just a class act. I love him. I love the fact that... He had that, that he, month where he was struggling but oh, because he was having to play centre-half. I, I, yeah, I, that, that's what I was going to caveat it with. But do you know what? He, and that leads me into this point. He always looks to get stuck in. It's one of my favourite things. I, I think that in itself is just a dying breed whenever I watch football now. I don't think there's many players that I'm confident they're going to put up a fight. Because we Cochran, like, I look at him, right, and he's not the tallest. He doesn't appear to be the strongest, but that just does not phase him whatsoever. I, I Honestly, I can't that remember a player that's... Motherwell. I can't remember a player that's so willing to get stuck in. And it's 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 Devlin. it's like, but in terms of like a defender, yeah, yeah, I'd, no, I can't fair. I can't think because it just it's a dying breed for me. Like I say, and it's honestly it's one of my favourite qualities. I've got I've got real admiration for Alex Cochran, and has arguably been one of, if not the signing of the summer. There, I said it. I think that's fair for me. Alongside 
three others is player of the season contender. Um, wait, wait, in have... fairness, this window's either been sorry, shit hot or shit. Well, funnily enough, <laughs> we've been very positive thus far. I have a feeling that the positivity might not stick around because we then move on uh, as we were away on the camp as well. Oh, Another wait, player joined, yeah. George Grant. Oh, so, God. <laughs> uh, a reported six-figure fee is all we know uh, about his signing. 27-year-old uh, deal again until 2025. I didn't actually realise he signed a three-year deal. Uh, 16 games in all competitions, one goal, one assist, and I have to mention it, two very important red cards. <laughs> what would yeah, you give George Grant? That changed the complexion. Well... Did they change? It didn't change the complexion of the Motherwell the, game, but it changed the no, complexion it did, of the Zurich game. We got game. better. We got ah, yeah, better. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> so in saying that, yeah, that might that might boost his rating up a bit. Um, <laughs> did I be? Oh, oh, do you know what? Like all things considered, when you talk about the money that was spent, the duration of the deal, I, I'm giving a, a generous C. He's he just. He's Ollie Lee, but with a fancy name. He really is. He's a he's a disrespect Ollie no, Lee. No, like I, I I liked Ollie Lee. I'll I'll always be grateful for that goal at Easter Road, my first Easter Road derby, an absolute world day. But Ollie Lee was slow. George Grant's like a slightly quicker Ollie Lee, but just with a faster, or sorry, a, a more exotic name. Like there's games where Ollie Lee would be top class. But nobody else would see it. I don't even see that in George Grant. I'm being nice by saying that he's Ollie Lee with a fancy name because really, he's he's not even as good as that, or he hasn't been thus far. I hope there's a player in there. I hope that we get to see it. But so far, it's, it's a see at absolute best for me. I really do apologise for being distracted. Just live on air. Ronaldo's just had his contract terminated with Man United. So wow! <laughs> I do really? apologise for being distracted there. Yeah. So that that's a thing. I know we're speaking about signings. That's a failure of one. That would be an F. That's a not a good rating. In at fairness, all. we could do with some depth up front if he fancies it. I, would, I wouldn't take him. I'd rather Humphreys. <laughs> at least Humphreys would try. Oh, yeah. oh dear. Oh, and right. and Ochoa has saved a penalty at the World Cup from presumably Lewandowski, who I found out has never scored a goal at a World Cup, but he will have by the time that this goes out. So that's great. Really? Yeah, apparently so. Or so my, so my pal Sam told me the other day. Don't know if oh, that's, that's true or not. That's a stat and a half. There Fair you go. Point. Anyway. It's all happening. <laughs> it's all happening. <laughs> um, we'll now move on to a youngster, the youngest of the, all the signings that we made. Lewis Nielsen joined Hart on a free, which was up for debate for a while, but it was confirmed to be a free. 19-year-old signed a deal again until 2025. 15 games in all competitions, probably more than both Lewis and Robbie and he expected. would have expected. Yeah. Uh, a red card again in the European game. I think, at least for me, Lewis Nielsen's had very high highs and then kind of middles. Because there was games where he looked like an, like Maldini. <laughs> and then games where he just kind of was like, oh yeah, that's a guy who's still got a lot to learn. This is where I'm struggling on the grade scale. Did you give a grade for George Grant? No, sorry, I didn't because I was distracted by Ronaldo. Um, Ronaldo, <laughs> I would, I would go with a C as well. I think that's fair. And for Lewis Nielsen, I'd go a B minus. Same because I, 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 I go along with that. 
I think in the games he's been good, he's been so good. And yeah. for his age, it's way above the levels I expected him to be at. He he needs a lone move somewhere, I think. Just somewhere. I don't think he does. I, I, I think he does. I think he does. It, uh, like a... Like a championship contender or something, I think would stand him in good stead. I would say I though, whenever he's played with a senior partner beside him, he's been That's fair. fantastic. That's fair. You, how confident would you then feel if he was in a trio with Rose and Halkett, or was that very, would that not work? I'd you would feel. feel yeah. I feel very confident. Yeah, because he's got at, both of them he's at the centre of that trio for you. Yeah. No. Halkett in the middle. Nielsen, Nielsen on the right. Sides. Rolls yeah. on the left. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think I've, I think a lot's been asked of him. It's like you say, wasn't expected to be. He's either been absolutely taught. I mean, he's he's nineteen years of age. Yeah. I think everybody needs to settle down. He's, I mean, he's three years younger than you and Henderson. I, I'm not being funny. Everybody's expecting him to be like Jude Bellingham levels because yeah. he's tearing up the world. Like he's nineteen. Yeah. I that's what I, I hate. Like the criticism from some Hearts fans that don't acknowledge that he's still a young defender learning his trade is going to take time. Everybody just needs to settle down. I personally think a loan move would do him good elsewhere. You've argued not, so that's just that just goes to show that we're not. He's by no means the finished article. He's nowhere near the finished article. There's people that have varying views, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, going from a youngster to someone about to hit his prime, and I think the positivity will come back as probably the biggest high-profile signing of the summer was the arrival of Lawrence Shankland. We paid €470,000. Worth every penny. From, from Bearshot. Uh, the 26-year-old, again, signed a deal until 2025. Uh, so far, played 24 games in all competitions with 12 goals and 2 assists. Also, 6 yellow cards. Really? He loves a booking. Do you think that's just an angry celebration thing? No, because none of them have been for that. It's all been dissent. Five of them were for dissent. <laughs> you uh, you might not have listened to it, but it was on Go Radio last week uh, mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. Mark Guidi and Stephen McGinn were in the studio. Uh, you can get the Go Radio football podcast wherever you get yeah. your podcast. Um, and he was on the Wednesday night, I think. Uh, and he was chatting about the fact that the Australians weren't even trucking out of challenges and training and like they're obviously expecting them still to play and I thought that you'd love that I meant to send it to you but I uh, I didn't and he was asked specifically about I think Steve McGinn asked us specifically about uh, Cammy Devlin I was like no no he's just he's just exactly the same <laughs> I was like yes um, but I, I I love him so much I really do I, I, I've been a long term admirer I just He's top. He's really good. A signing I wanted and a signing that is living up to my expectations, arguably maybe even exceeding them. Um, I just like, for Lawrence's sake, for the burden to not be solely on him. We want mm-hmm. Liam Boyce back. We want Stephen Humphreys back, and ideally on a permanent deal. Please, Santa. I know that Christmas is next month. That's what I'll be asking for for Christmas. Um, so, yeah. So like, it's so tough. I would go an A up there with Cochrane, an A. Yeah, I'd go an A. He was one of the players that he's one of four players that I think is 
up for player of the season. The other isn't a signing. I would say Devlin's up there as well. Okay. Just because of how excellent. And the other three was brought in in the summer with Rolls, Cochrane, and Shankland. Um, Shankland has massively exceeded my expectations more in his all-round play. I just assumed because of everything I I hadn't really watched much of him. I was just like, oh, he's a penalty box striker. That's what he does. Uh, but his all-round game is fantastic. He, he's good. just he's so tireless. Again, his fitness, which was when he was younger, one of the things he was criticised for, not yeah. a problem at all for us. He just keeps on going. And absolutely fair play. Will he get to twenty goals in the league? Oh, now you've now you've done it. I, I mean, I have to back him. I've been the one that's been singing off Shanklin sheet for ages. I think in the league he's played fifteen, scored nine. Nine. Nine and fifteen. It's a very good. Return. If he keeps oh, that up, he, yeah. will, he will. do it. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> no, I'm putting you on the spot. You need to say yes. Yeah, or no. of course I'm going to say yes. Right. But cool. we said this about Liam Boyce last season, and look <laughs> how that turned out. So true. Right. Well, we move from one. Oh! But do you think he'll hit twenty? No. Oh, not nice. because of him. Right. Not because of him. I'm you just, just feel assuming... the goals are going to be spread elsewhere. No, I'm assuming he's going to join the injury list at some point. Oh, great! <laughs> when we come back I'll to this, this in April, and he's been ruled out. Yeah, thanks. I'll say this: if he stays fit and There's plays the amount of games he d- he has, I think he will. Come on, do it for me. It's been far too long. John Bloody Robertson. We've never seen one. We've we have never seen one. Think of, think of all the seemingly shite, but also quite good centre forwards that we've seen, and none of them have. Yeah. Come on, Shanks. Ian Boyce and Rudy and Hartley are the four that got closest. <sighs> Come on. It's so impressive that Hartley got close. It's insane. Oh. Like, but anyway, we move from one person that we spent... 470 grand on to one person that we reportedly spent 400 grand on even though I've not actually had that I've seen figures as low as 250 I've seen figures as high as just under 500 transfer marks have it at 400 but anyway Arrestis Kiyomotozoglu arrived in the summer it felt like it took him nine months to arrive because <laughs> he'd <laughs> no he arrived quickly it was that first appearance that he's yeah <laughs> uh, so the 24 year old again He's way younger than I thought. I thought he was in his kind of later 20s. He's actually younger than me and the same age as you. Which, again, kind of kind of puts it into perspective a wee bit that I think some people have been a bit harsh on him, expecting him to be the finished article. He's only actually played 11 games. Um, what would you give Keo thus far? Another player who I think has had high highs and low lows. Uh, what would I give him? C plus. I was going to say C plus as well. C plus. I think that's. I think, yeah, yeah, I've just found out that he is a month and two days older than me. So he's so still that's... older than you. You've still got that. You've got that. He's Woo! Older. I'm older than him. Um, but yeah, I, no, I, the fee, the fee is the big thing for me. I just feel like if if we'd got George Grant. And Kiermaier's ugly for free. They'd have been seen as stop gaps. The fact that we've bought them for the dough that we've supposedly spent is the biggest thing that's holding them back for me. 
That's simultaneously. I, I can't say any more or any less than that. To me, Kieran Soglu looks like a slightly more mobile Peter Haring thus far. I don't know your thoughts because obviously you love Peter Haring, so... I think you say that though and it means different things to me because I'd, I'd take that like yeah, I know you yeah, wouldn't I mean. in <laughs> so fairness I, th- mean different yeah, I thought Big Pete up until this season was decent but just this it was season. more than decent but this, this, this but, this, but this season whenever I watched him I'm just like this is just a fraction of the player that we used to know well I hope he's okay with his concussion now you're just somebody that I used to know so yeah uh, yeah I do hope that he's okay I love you, really, Pete. We went through some tricky times. You stuck around. That's tricky times is putting it lightly. (laughs) Tricky times is finishing sixth. Oh, I'm trying to put a positive spin on things here. I get criticised when I'm trying to be positive, and I get criticised when I criticise. I can't even win. Yeah, exactly. That's just the way it works. So, (laughs) I think we'll end pretty much basically on positivity. We'll get to one where I don't actually know what... This is the rating I have no idea what you're going to give. Right, okay. Because I don't know how you can give a rating. Because we move on to the three transfers at the end of the window. We made two <laughs> right, of them. Okay. One of which came as a surprise, but a welcome one, as we finally got a proper, no disrespect to Ross Stewart, a proper backup <laughs> goalkeeper in the form of Xander Clark, who of course... Who are you kidding? Was... That's, every dis- that's every disrespect to Ross <laughs> no, Stewart. No, because I really like Ross Stewart, right? Because, not as... Like, I think he's fine. He's fine as a player. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> that's I think he's fine, he's fine. Right? That performance. But as a guy, he seems quite... You need them. You need them in the dressing room, right? So fair play to Ross Stewart. But Xander Clark, left St Johnston on a free, reportedly got offered from Dundee United and stuff like Stoke. that nothing really yes yeah, Stoke nothing really materialised and he just turned up at Gorgie the problem is he's not played a second yet so more give the grade on what you hope he'll be earned no it's it's a simple a sign. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two letters here and that's NA non-applicable yeah, let's fair. move on I I, I, I can't I, I like like what I can't this is nonsense let's move on yeah, to something that I want to talk about. Absolute caviar! Well, wait, because the big news is is that two of our boys are starting tonight. Come on, the Aussies! It is... The back four, Nathan- the two in the back Nathaniel four. Nathaniel Atkinson and Kai Rolls oh, are it. starting against France. Also, Kai Rolls is being partnered by Harry Souter. So it's wow. just... What a time to be alive. Oh, this SPFL past and present. We were saying this before we came on air. Let's just say it now out in the open. The Australia squad for this World Cup is the greatest World Cup squad I've ever seen. There. It's out there. That's very fair. Absolutely. Anyway, back to our. We've only got two left. One of them is a bit on the older side, the oldest player in the squad, barring Craig Gordon, and it is the arrival of Robert Snodgrass on a free. Both the free transfers were quite surprising. Uh, the 34-year-old joined in a year contract. He's played nine games all domestically with three assists. I think all three are for Andy Halliday, which is an interesting little tidbit, I think. At least two of them are. I can't think of the third one. Mm, yeah, I think you might be right. The two corners... I can't even think of the other the assists. Game, no? <laughs> I can't remember. No. I genuinely uh, can't remember. Kelly? 
Was it Kelly sliding through for Humphreys? Yes, no, he, yeah, he sends yeah. it long to Humphreys. So yeah, apologies. Aye. Two for Halliday and one for Humphreys. On fire. Sorry, just having a look mean? at that uh, Australia team. Yes. It's, it's an all, like, <laughs> this this midfield, Cammy Devlin, Jackson Irvin, Aaron Moy and Riley McCree, obviously all former Celtic or linked with Celtic in Riley McCree's case. And it's an all Is SPFL. No, I'm looking at, sorry, Irvin, Moy and McGree. Like, that's... right. Past the present Celtic, somebody that's linked with Celtic. And the back yeah. four is Behitch of Dundee United, <laughs> Rolls and Atkinson of Hearts, <laughs> and Harry Souter that was once at Ross County. <laughs> Honestly, that is an elite squad. And they're taking on the reigning world champions. <laughs> oh. Hey, they don't have Benzema. Or and Cuckoo. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're ever a shout. Um, <laughs> sorry, Robert Snodgrass. Robert Snodgrass. <laughs> Tangents have plenty here. Uh, Robert Snodgrass is... A wonderful footballer. A really wonderful footballer. One of my favourite signings. I, I re- I, it really has been. He's vastly exceeded my expectations. I was somewhat doubtful. I always knew that he was a top player. Like when you watch him for Leeds, uh, West Ham, I think in particular. Had a spell at Aston Villa as well for a while. Did he play for West Brom? I can't remember. West no, Brom. he played for Luton. Luton, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. Been, been very, very good. Very good. I think a, a phenomenal tutor for the young guns that we've got in the squad, particularly in midfield. Um, just got a really lovely left peg. He did play for West Brom. I'm right. I knew yeah, he did. Knowledge. In my head, yeah, I was like, I swear he did play for West Brom. I don't remember him at West Brom. Must have been absolutely hopeless. But He played 14 games. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, what I'm trying to say is a wonderful career and hopefully that'll rub off on some of our young pups. Definitely. And then finally, the one loan signing we've made and the one person that was... A lot of the rhetoric around this man was panic by kind of last minute because it was done with two days left of the transfer window. Who's this Ryan Stevenson doppelganger? Exactly. However, Stephen Humphreys has come in and been very good. So he's on loan, obviously, 24-year-old. He's only played 10 games in all competitions. Two goals, which were back-to-back. However, the sorry. goals for a striker... And sorry, against Kilmarnock and Fiorentina. That is the, <laughs> exactly. most, that is the most unbelievable sentence ushered to man. Yeah, it makes no sense. When you look at it on the face, two goals in 10 games for a striker isn't great. But I think it's one of those situations where if you watch the games, you can see how good Humphreys has been. So what would you give? And there's been instances where he's come off the bench, maybe taken up a wide yep. berth as well. I would give Stephen Humphreys... This might be generous, but I'm thinking A-. minus. Same as Rolls. Played the exact same amount of games. Yeah, both and they've both 10. been really good. Obviously, Rolls has just been for injury Stephen Humphreys is because one we've not got him on a permanent deal so he could fall under let's think Ricardo Fuller Lee Miller Ellis Sims all these other loanies Jimmy Dunn like all these other loanies that we fall in love with David Milinkovic and just never come back and it would break my heart if that were the case Um, but with Wigan's financial situation might we make something happen? I don't know. Exactly. I'd like for that to see it because in the 10 games that he's played, he's been very, very good. Um, and gives us something different in that final third. I think it gives us the potential to go two up. 
uh, yeah, I'm a fan. I, I'd like I'd like to see it happen. Uh, certainly, looking by his socials, he wants to make it happen as well, which would be great. He loves us. He really does, uh, which is which is nice to see. So, yeah, if you're watching Joe Savage, nice choice. Get it done on a tournament, please. Did you give a rating to Snodgrass? Uh, no, I didn't. I will give him a a. Wow. There. Bloody hell. He's been that good. Fan. I'm a fan. You're Big a fan. fan. Right, well, overall then, I'd like a rating for the season thus far. So we've went into analysis on both the Are we talking transfers fans. or just everything? No, the season overall. Actually, I want two then. I want a rating of the transfer window and then a rating of the season. Why Why did you say that? Why did you say that? Um, you said it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying that to myself. All right, to yourself. <laughs> uh... Transfers, B B B B B. I was going to give it B minus, but I'll give it B. <laughs> uh, and the season on the whole, I'm flirting between an A minus and a B plus. I will go A minus. Why not? Wow. See, I'm glad that we got some positivity from you. Right at the very end. Oh, only taking 100-plus episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Will the positivity continue into the quiz? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. Let's see what happens. I have no idea how hard these questions are. Come on, Adam. Get a grip. Right. I, I need to redeem myself because it was the last quiz that I had and I dropped that nuke. So come on. Yeah. Fix up. Sort your shit out. His previous performance was a 0 out of 5. Can he do better by even just getting 1? If he does, it's an acceptable score. Honestly, the pressure will be relieved if I get this first question correct. That's what I'm aiming for. Come on! Right. So, there's five questions. Who am I? Multiple choice. True or false? Two normal ones. We start with the multiple choice to give you the best possible opportunity to get a point to start with. Oh, this is not good. How many goals in total were scored in all of Hearts Europa Conference League games? Oh my god. <laughs> right. Is it A, 18? Is it B, 20? Is it C, 22? Or is it D, 24? Right, let's get the calculator out. So, <laughs> Riga, we've won 2 0 and 2 1. So that's four, five straight off the bat. I'm going to get my pen down and do some writing here. Conceded eight to Fiorentina. That's 13. Scored one. 14. Then Istanbul, we lost 3-1 over there. So that's another 4. So that's, what, 22. And the home game, we lost 4-0. Did you say 26 is one of the options? What the no, options? see, you've done oh, your maths wrong. Oh, no. I lost, uh, sorry, I need to get a pen down and write all this nonsense, man. Right, these are the options. A, okay. 18. But no, wait, no. You can't do How? written maths. No, it's mental arithmetic. <laughs> okay, if you can do okay. It. What, what are the options? A, 18. B, I think by your maths, you've written off 18. So yeah. we'll go. <laughs> I'm now in it down to three. Don't try and do this, because then I'll look like an idiot when I inevitably choose the wrong one. So, B, 20. Uh-huh. C, 22. D, 24. Right, it's got to be 24. It has to be 24. Are you going with 24? 
I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Yeah, I need an answer. Did we concede 21 goals? How many did we score? No. We scored five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going highest. Yeah. You're incorrect. It is C, 22. I think myself. We's- we myself. conceded 16, we scored 6. Did we concede 16? Yep. D- let's see. 4 0 off Istanbul. 1 to Riga. Yeah. 7 to Istanbul. 5, 8 to Flock. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> maths is let him down at the start. Oh, right, he's 0 for ma- 1. My mental maths is good. I'm, I'm blaming fatigue. Jesus. Now. According to Transfermarkt, who we went through all this, who is our most valuable player in the squad, according to the Transfermarkt market value tracker? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I'm trying to think of everything in terms of, like, international recognition, maybe, like, age has got to be on their side for market value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they take into account a lot of things. I would suspect it would be somebody like Cammy Devlin. Is that your answer? No. Okay. I'm just I'm thinking out loud here. But then an attacking player is about to be of more value. Oh, I've got no idea, mate. I'll go Devlin because he popped in my head first. I don't know. You're incorrect. <laughs> Shot call. I was actually going to be nice to you if you got... Because there's technically four players who are joint. Oh, so there is... The actual answer is Stephen Kingsley. Oh, really? Right. However, oh. if you had guessed... I love either Kingsley as well. Barry Mackay, Benny Beningamy, or unbelievably, Nathaniel Atkinson... Oh. I would have given you... Even though they're not top, they're honestly, all joint top. Honestly, literally, those first three... I would never have guessed Natty Atkinson, I've got to be honest. Yeah. But the <laughs> other three I was considering, I thought that age might do Kingsley and Mackay. Right. But Benny has... Because he's still quite young. Oh, Jesus. Oh, this is going to be a donut. I'm, I'm fuming at that first question. I, like, you, don't, you do not understand how angry that has made me. <laughs> Question number three. Craig Gordon has played the most amount of minutes for Hearts this season, but who has played the second most? Is this just an off the bat? Yep. <sighs> oh, I think personally God. it's quite obvious. I will go... There's a clue. I will go Barry Mackay. Oh, you're so unlucky. Because this person's played 12 minutes more than Barry Mackay. <laughs> oh, that's oh, of course it is. Think logically, Mackayver's mate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why did Robbie play like Barry Mackay for defenders and he was the I could have been right. All the time. <laughs> the only game that Cochrane's oh, no, missed. Th- no, this quiz is a shambles. Why did I put forward this quiz idea? Part. I've literally been shafted in two back to back. I've been unlucky here. Right. Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. The, I'm gonna get this wrong. You've got the true or false now. Come oh, I'm on. At this. <laughs> right. True or false? 
Andy Halliday is currently on a fine goal-scoring form this season, but he has only ever had one season in his career where he's scored more goals than I'm he currently go true, has and this I bet season. that it's the true Rangers Championship season. It is no, false. He's had this two is, this seasons this is actually where he scored more but than he currently has. I've never known someone so bad. This is a shambles. No, we're not publishing this episode. This is no, we're not. This like, is staying in the drafts. We're just wasted an hour. Yes, this is nonsense. Uh, which I'll inevitably get wrong because you labelled this the, the easiest who am I of all time. <laughs> Ah! Ah! Can he Come stop on, himself? get your thinking cap on! Can he stop himself going back to back zero for five? That's not embarrassing. Right. I am one of 11 children. <laughs> I have... What? What is that for a start? <laughs> it's a good one. I am one of 11 children. I have played for over 10 clubs. I have played exactly 15 games for three sides, one of which is Hearts. In my debut for Hearts, I scored twice inside three minutes. And I have a very recognisable feature. Who am I? Twice in three minutes on your debut? Yes. One of Who has 11 kids? I think I know who this player is. But I'm gonna. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not diving in. Much as am I diving in? Does this? No. Don't ask that. Don't. Come on. Think logically. Can I have the clubs that this player played for, MacIver, please? Yes. Thank you. Solvsborg, G O I F. They're Swedish. Never heard of them. Kalmar, also Swedish. Red Star Belgrade, Vitesse, Hearts, Atromitos, Grinspor, AEL, Panathinaikos, no, not Panathinaikos, Panetolikos, <laughs> Apollo, Apollo Sirmanas, and Mohammedan. Not a clue. Not a clue. Ah, uh, great. I actually thought that this was going to be like Armin Ambuli. I was waiting on you saying Blackpool, so that rules him out. Um, I've got oh, Abiola. Yeah, because he scored twice. Yeah, I've got Abiola Dowd on my head, but that can't be right. Right. But then he. Anybody then, else? No, he. Did he. Was his debut in Dingwall? Because he did score twice up in Dingwall. When did, when did this player sign for Hearts? Is that your second question? Yes, please. He signed in 2016. It fucking is Aviola Dowd, isn't it? Is that your is that your answer? I really don't know. I'm so oh, scared. <laughs> Twenty sixteen. When did Osman Soul leave? Yeah, that would have been around Soul leaving, was it not? And he was Robbie's replacement. Robbie was adamant that Aviola Dowda would be better than Osman Soul. I'm gonna stick with Aviola Dowda because I've got the fear. Please just tell me that I am right. Oh no. He's guessed Abiola Dowda in order to avoid oh, no. back-to-back blowouts. 
And he's got it bloody right. Yes! Come on! <laughs> Have that! And yes! I said, I said this to Adam last week. I was going to... It's kind of... Oh, it's alleviated such pressure. I don't know why you asked your second question, considering last week I told you they would have they were they played with us within the last six years. I, I had to know exactly when. True. Because that was, In fairness, that was yeah, it. true. I, I, I thought to myself, 2016, as soon as you said that, I was confident. Was his debut up in Dingwall? Yeah. He scored on the 10th of February, 2016. He made his debut away at Ross County and yeah. scored an 83rd and 86th win. 3-1 3-1 Yes Who got Hearts other goal that day? Was it Jamie Walker? It was Jamie Walker Hey See how can I do that? But I can't produce in the quiz <laughs> But you can't get a true or false right <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh the, thank god honestly I thought you'd get it On the last clue The very recognisable feature Because when he was a child Yeah the tears um, Scars below his eyes uh, It looked like tears I always thought he was greeting Because he was sent up here So No he had uh, It was done when he was a kid And was it It was Vitesse that we signed him from Is that right? Yeah Yeah. On loan Yep Yeah So you did it You're one for ten Not that 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 that's anything to shout about (laughs) But, but come, like that was unlucky that quiz. I was unlucky. That's now six three in the Who Am I's. I'm just uh, yeah. Back. I'm just I'm relieved. I'm relieved I got that Who Am I. I'm relieved that yeah, it wasn't a back to back door up. But that's that I need to step up my game. I do feel as though I was grazing the post a couple of times there. You, I could have a hat trick easy in that game, yes. but you know that's just what happens sometimes. But you got a consolation at the end. A consolation goal means absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things, and I celebrated as though one of our Aussies has bagged the winner in the World Cup. There you go. Exactly. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this mid-season review. We won't be back for a while because obviously there's no games, so we're taking the time off. But yeah. we may have. One special one-off episode. We don't want to promise anything just because of logistics and stuff like that. So do keep an eye out. But <laughs> we are the kings of promising stuff that's never happened. I know. We're still waiting on our hundredth episode guest coming on. Yep. Hopefully we'll that's get that be sorted. Soon. And yeah, we've got another soon. potentially in the pipeline. But yes, we'll wait and see. We'll see. At the very least, though, we'll be back once Hearts are back. So the week before Christmas, we'll hopefully be back with an episode but we hope you have enjoyed this one please let us know how you feel the season has went so far it would be really interesting to see if you agree with us if you think we're idiots as usual that would be very interesting to hear but as ever if you have enjoyed it please leave a like subscribe and comment if you've been watching it on YouTube to just see Adam have a breakdown in the quiz (laughs) at the very end there if you've just been listening to it you're missing out but please do leave a review on your podcast platform of choice it massively helps what are you holding your hands up for? Apologies, all headphone users, for my yeah, streaming just I'm going to have to edit you'll, the audio. You'll, you'll have seen that on YouTube, but I, I did go nuts because I needed that. I do apologise. did indeed. We are at Perth to Paisley on all forms of social media, and you can get us on the email, perthtopaisley at gmail.com. Adam, where can they get you on social media to laugh at your failure in quizzes? You can get me, you can get me uh, on all the socials at Adam T. Kendall to laugh at my failure in quizzes, to see all my Abiola Dowda propaganda. <laughs> what about yourself? I am at dmcarver22. We'll be back soon. We hope you enjoy the break. Enjoy the World Cup. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Catch you!